so it's Monday morning. It's Monday morning, and I have arisen in a mood. And it, you, I, I, Mondays are, I, some Mondays, I, in fact, Monday doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter if it's a Monday. See, some days I'll just wake up angry and just be annoyed at things. And today is one of the days where I've woke up and uh, I'm, in a, I'm, in a, I'm in a mood, right? But you've not to worry because I've got three, I've got the incense burning. So usually it's a, on a good day, it's a one incense day. On a not so good day, middle middle ground day, it's a two incense day. Today's a three incense stick day, which means the the room will it'll look like Cheech and Chong's car in about ten minutes. Um, so you've not to worry that will that will sort sort me right out my mood. My mood, it's not a mood. I wouldn't say it's a mood, but sometimes I wake up and I'm a bit, I don't know, just agitated. Like it, it's dead easy to get me. Ranty, it's a de- Mondays, Mondays especially. Tuesdays is when things happen that you don't expect to happen. Things all Tuesdays are the days that I could never really get a handle on. Right, Mondays are ranty days. So I've I thought if I can do this thing here on a Monday while I'm in one of these moods, then I'll be I'll be fine to do more. Right, so I can't guarantee I'm going to do a fourth. I can't guarantee I'm going to do a fourth one of these. But here's a third one of these. I haven't even put the second one out yet. That comes out on Thursday. I've not got a schedule. Like, I've not got a schedule for this stuff. But maybe I should. Maybe it should be a Monday morning. Maybe I should come in here on a Monday morning and do this. And then have it out that week. Maybe the Wednesday. Maybe. But I don't have a schedule. I don't have anything like that. Which might help. But, so what have I been doing? What's been happening? I was painting seagulls. I was painting seagulls in Salkits, right? And in the in, in I'd been in Salkits during the summer doing another wall, a big wall that was like a fish tank. So this other wall faces that wall, and one of the community members was like, they'd mentioned a seagull at the very start when I met them, and and about a seagull stealing chips, and how you could make it look like a seagull was coming and stealing people's chips and stuff. And I was like, right, we'll do that in this wall. So I done four seagulls in salt coats, right? And one of them, one of the seagulls is a is like a wing, and it's covered in paint, and it's written on the wall. Uh, have you seen the seagulls in sulkets? And the reason I done it like that was because of that chewing the fat thing, not that one where he says six sizzling sausages in sulkets. So I said, so I said, <laughs> have you seen the seagulls in sulkets? I thought that'd be funny. I don't know if it is, but that's what that's what's on one of the walls. The other walls are is like a poker chips that you need to look like you're holding it, and then a big seagull's coming down and eating it. Uh, and then the other one's like a punk rock seagull with a mohawk and a pair of Doc Martens and a tattoo on the side of his neck that says "Maw," which I thought was funny. And the other one's just like a seagull looking. I was going to put like a pair of three D specs. Or like an a, like a, a baseball cap on that one, but I decided against it. It's just a normal nosy seagull. Do you know what I mean? But like, so when I was down there, right, there was a couple of things happened when I was down there. One of the first things that happened was a guy gave me a score. Guy gave me twenty quid. I don't know why. He just came up and he gave me twenty pound, and I was like, "Look, mate, I'm getting paid for this." And he's like, "Don't worry about it, son." And I was like, "No, mate, I can't just take money off you." 
uh, and he started just kind of walking away. He's like, you're doing a grand job. And then I started chasing him up the road like Mrs. Doyle for Father Ted, going, no, take the money. You need to take this back. <laughs> so he gave me a score. Guy just gave me a score. I was getting paid anyway, but then I get a score tip. £20 tip. That's a good tip. I've never tipped anyone £20 in my life. One time I was in Glasgow, uh, and know how we... Where did we go? I went to see the Book of Mormon with my good lady wife, and we went to Topalabampa, I think. I think, like a, I don't know what it is, like a South American, Latin American restaurant kind of thing. It was all tapas. Is that what you call it? Fuck, I fuck knows, right? But it was, that's what it was. Food, food that came in wee bowls, right? <laughs> food that when you've yet, well, you're eating it, you're going, I could eat more of this, and then you order more, and then you've ate far too much, right? So the, 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 they added the tip to the receipt, but it's, I thought it said suggested tip, and it was something like a 10 spot. So I added an extra tenner in by accident. Because if I'd have known they added the tip anyway, there was no way. Not that the service was bad. I just didn't think that it deserved a twit. It's not as if the, the person that was serving us was painting seagulls and sockets, do you know what I mean? <laughs> that deserves a £20 tip. Seagulls and sockets. Coffee, that always helps my Monday morning rant. The ranters. Uh, and then what else happened? So a guy came up to me while I was painting. Right, an older an older gentleman came up and started talking to me about seagulls, and he was telling me that during the war, during the war, which is World War Two, because eh, I don't think there is a no one from World War One is alive anymore. I'm assuming, right? Eh, but the World War Two, and he was saying to me that what they used to do during the war was during the rationing, his mum would send him out to Horse Island. Right, now, if you don't know what Horse Island is, Horse Island is an island that sits, you can see it from a Drossen beach. If you go to a Drossen beach, the north shore on the Drossen, you can see Horse Island. And my granda told me, and this could be pish, this could be total pish that I'm saying now, because my granda had a habit of telling me things, and sometimes I thought they were true, and then other times I was like, no, that's, like, I'd, I'd find out years later that he was talking shite. Like, my granda only had one thumb, if you follow me on TikTok and, and Instagram and that, I wrote a letter to Edinburgh Zoo because my granda's only got one thumb. And my granda told me when I was growing up that he lost his thumb in Edinburgh Zoo because he was attacked by a tiger. And I wrote a poem about it and everything. <laughs> so I did. And I wrote a letter to Edinburgh Zoo saying, can I put a wee statue of my granda's thumb in Edinburgh Zoo? I did say it in a... In a Away was like, have you got any room for my grandest thumb? Which I thought was funny, right? But that's so it, this could be pish, right? There's there's quite a few things that I, I've always thought were gospel truth, and then it turns out they weren't. They, they were complete and utter shite. Like there was one time my granda told one of my nieces or nephews. I don't remember the whole story because it was years ago. But you know how the so the Dasher, the Dasher was a boat that sank outside. Uh, was it a dross and soul coats? It sank during the war, right? During World War Two. And what happened is my granda told some there's a wee garden. The Dasher Garden sits in a drossing, right? And the the he told someone that it was the Titanic and he was on it and he swam back to shore. And then this young person that he told this to went into school and done a fucking report. <laughs> and how he was on the Titanic and uh, she, well they never spoke to him for a wee while because he talked shite he loved the shite the talking of shite which is what where I probably get it from right but anyway this guy this guy's talking about during the war oh that's what I was saying right so see Horse Island Horse Island my granda told me that Horse Island was the place where they quarantined horses 
So when they were bringing new horses in to a drossing and Salcoats, they would put the horses on Horse Island to make sure the horses didn't have the T-virus or whatever the fuck they done. Bird flu, horse flu, whatever the fucking horses had, they would go, they would be there to make sure that they were all right before they brought them on the mainland. So that's what Horse Island is. So this guy's talking to me and he's like, during the war, um, when it was rationing, you were only allowed four eggs. So my mum would send me out to Horse Island to steal seagull eggs. And I'd bring the seagull eggs back to the house. And they were fine. They just tasted a bit fishy. That's what the guy said. He said they just tasted a bit fishy. And I'm like, holy fuck, man. Like, they said, you you go to Horse Island to steal seagull's eggs. That's fucking mental. Like, consider, right, I know there was a war on, right? I know, there, I know there was a war on, okay? But, like, I know people who stood outside Asda waiting for juice at five o'clock in the fucking morning, right? I don't know anybody who sent their child out to swim to Horse Island because it's a fucking mile swim to get eggs. Like, how fucking different are things now, right? And I know why be... I'm 36, but I don't want to be one of these guys that's like... Oh, these... Wait, they don't know. They don't know how hard it was because I never get sent to Horse Island for eggs. For seagull eggs. I never get that. But my mum wouldn't have stood outside Asda at five o'clock in the morning to get me prime juice. Like, there's no way that... If I'd have went through to my mum and said, listen, could you... There's this juice that's coming out. Could you stand outside Asda? She'd have been... She'd have just hit me. I don't even think I'd have had a conversation. She'd just be like, that's ludicrous. And I'd have just get hit. In a loving way. Hit in a loving way. Do you know what I mean? Not in a... There's nothing in the telly, so I'm going to batter you. Way. But that's... I mean, that's f- fucking mental. See, so see, like, that kind of attitude, right? It's 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 all over the place. I was doing a thing one time somewhere else. I'm not going to tell you where it is, right? But it, it was another thing. But it was in the middle of COVID. And we were all just starting to get let back out. And I met this guy. And the guy was saying, oh, these, yo- these youngins, these, they don't know they're born. They don't know how hard that is. They're saying they can't get out the house and, and everything's shut. They don't know how hard that is. They should have been here in World War II. Then they would have known. Then they would have known how hard it was. This guy was 50. He was 50. And I remember looking at him going, you weren't there either. You weren't there either. You don't just get to pick shit times in history and go, you don't know it's born because it was hard then. Like, I couldn't just go, you should have been here when there was fucking dinosaurs. That was hard. Like, that was hard. See, trying to survive and there was velociraptors just cutting about the place. You don't get to pick that thing. But that that's what the guy was telling me. The guy was, it was seagulls and sulkets. That's what he was telling me. That he used to, he used to have to eat, the, they would go and get their eggs. Which is mad. But it's now a bird sanctuary. You can't go on Horse Island as far as I'm aware. You're not allowed on that, I don't think. Not that I'd ever go. Like, I can't imagine going to Horse Island for my holidays. Do you know what I mean? But that's what happened. And then where else was I? I was in Govan. I was painting in Govan. Um, now, I, I, my back is be, it's feeling better. Like I know I'm talking about my back quite a lot, but I think a big problem with my back was my trousers. I think my trousers were a big problem with my back and the belts I was wearing. I'm still doing this thing where, like, you know how, uh, even when I was at school, people would say, pull your trousers up, son. Like, do you know what I mean? Like that kind of look where your whole ass is in show. I don't do it that now anymore. I probably did back in the day, but like, I thought I had my trousers at a normal level. I thought I had my trousers at a normal 
height. Is that what you would say? A normal height of trousers? Fuck knows. So, but I think the belt or something, it's been restricting my movement. And because it's been restricting my movement, I've threw my, that's why one of the reasons why I threw my back out. So I was in, I was doing, I was in Lidl doing the big shop on Thursday. I was in Lidl doing the big shop and I went to the middle. Oh, you can't not go to the middle aisle. You can't not, I don't know. I don't trust the person who doesn't just go to the middle aisle just to see, because you never fucking know. You don't know what's there. It's a treasure trove of tush. It's 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 a wonderful place for some <laughs> someone who suffers from the 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 mo- Monday morning rants. They they love the middle Ireland little. And I seen while I was looking. So my good lady wife has these really cool leggings that she wears all the time. Like and they've got all these different prints and stuff on it. And I was like, I think I, I would. She, she said you should wear them. That was my seat. That my seat's broken which might be something to do with my back too, that she said to me that you should get leggings. And when I was in the middle aisle of Lidl, I seen the like the leg warmer things that you get. And I was like, um, that's a sign from the universe that you need to get yourself a pair of these leggings. So I did, because I've been wearing shorts. I've been wearing shorts constantly. Um, I mean, that's as nearly in February now, and I've not worn a pair of shorts, a pair of trousers once, not once. Um, and uh, I thought I'll get these things and I'll put them underneath my trousers. That's what I'll do. So I got them. I got them that day, and I put them on, and I put my shorts over the top of it, and I turned around to my good lady wife, and I was like, "Do I look all right?" And she said, "You look great. You look great. A way out. A way out and work." <laughs> so I drove to Govan to paint. I've been painting this thing with the uh, young people. Uh, it started in October, and it's for. It was with the GYP, the Govan Youth Project, and it was through SWG3 and Yardworks. And it was like uh, in the Science Centre. So it's a tiny forest. It's like a wee forest in Govan, Orkney Road. And it's going to be this wee forest where they'll take people in and they can do stuff and all that. So we painted one of the walls at the back, we painted with the young people. Bad to go and touch a couple of bits up because when we done it, it was like it rained bad. So there was a couple of bits that were needing fixed. So I was in there doing that. And I get a message for Laura saying, Laura at SWG3, she's like that. Can you stick about? Because Sheena after the science centre is going to come down. She'll take a couple of photographs. Aye. Nay, bother. I'm fine with that. It was freezing. It was so cold. It was so cold, right? But I was glad I had my leg warmers on. But I've been... So, so I did, it was so cold that I decided I'd do some exercise. Because I've been trying to work out. I think that's been a big part of my thing as well. Is like I, I, I think that climbing up ladders counts as exercise, but it doesn't. It doesn't really count as exercise. But I use that as all the justification I need to eat shit. Do you know what I mean? It's not really exercise. So I thought I'm freezing. I'm going to run. So I went down to this weekend a five aside pitch and just started running laps, try to heat up. Uh, and then I seen Sheena's motor pull up. Now I've never met Sheena, <laughs> but I see Sheena's motor pull up. And then when I start walking back up, uh, panting because I'm tired, because I'm fucking totally unfit. Like I'm getting better, but like I'm not as fit as I should be. That I become really aware that I'm wearing a pair of leg warmers, a pair of shorts, white van socks pulled up over the top of the leg warmers 
uh, in a bright pink hat, covered in paint, uh, and I become very aware that they're now going to take photographs of me to put on something, and I'm looking like this. Now, I don't dress fancy often. The best clothes I've got are a gold shirt and shorts combo that my good lady wife and my children bought me for Father's Day, which I wore when I was talking to the BBC. When I done Michelle McManus's podcast, that's what I wore because they're my best clothes. And then I got an Adidas tracksuit, which is now my best clothes. And I really liked my like my Adidas tracksuit. I really like it until I went out to see my friends one day and they told me I looked like Jimmy Savile. Then it made me rethink the the tracksuit. But I think I look more like John D from Corn than Jimmy Savile. Fuck's sake. Do you know what I mean? So um, I've decided... Uh, I, I still like the tracksuit, so they were my best clothes. But then I became aware that I'm like, I'm getting photographed here. Like, I'm getting photographed dressed like this. But what was I going to wear? I was never going to wear my best clothes on out painting walls. Do you know what I mean? But there's definitely something to think about. So I... I mean, this is the third thing. This is the third podcast thing that I've done, right? Uh, and what I've noticed is when I've been out, talking to people I start saying some of the stuff that I've said on the podcast because I assume no one's been listening to this uh, so I always assume that no one is listening or watching right not in a bad way not in a, like oh no one listens to anything I say I don't mean it like that I just mean I, I don't assume that what I'm doing is so great that everybody drops what they're doing and goes oh my god he's put a podcast out we'll need to go listen to that I don't I don't assume that uh, which I think is healthy. That's a healthy thing, not to assume that I've, you're the most important thing in the planet. That's a, I think that's a healthy mindset, maybe. I don't know. But I've been saying some of the stuff that's in the podcast, like just kind of, oh, this happened this week and I've been doing this and then folk will go, oh, I, 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 I listen to your podcast. I was like, that's really, really cool. But what it's making me do now is like, I've only got so much chat. I've only got so much things in my head. And now I now what I need I'm doing is when I'm talking to somebody, I'm like, have they heard me say this before? <laughs> are they now going, I've heard you say this? And it wasn't funny when I heard you say it the first time, so why are you saying it now? Do you know what I mean? So that's what's been happening. I don't really know what else has been happening this week. It's been a bit kind of mad. A good weekend though, do you know what I mean? A good rested weekend, which is why it's a bit kind of annoying that I've woke up today annoyed at everything but I know why I'm annoyed I just can't tell you about it I can't tell you the exact reason why I've woken up annoyed because this isn't the place where I want to air all my grievances but I know what it is that's annoying me and the reason it's annoying me is because there's fuck all I can do about it like that like it doesn't matter how much I shout how fucking clever I am we just keep doing the same fucking thing over and over again. Do you know what I mean? And it annoys me. But I get, I get these. But it's and it's not. This is going to sound fucking mad, but it's not that I don't like feeling like this. I kind of do like feeling like this sometimes, because then it it comes out as something else. It used to come out bad. Like it used to come out like I would, especially when I was younger. I'd set fire fire to things. Like, I would set fire to bins, or, like, we would go out and, like, they crates. 
they kind of bread crates. We'd get loads of them and we'd just make a fire and just watch everything fucking melt away to nothing. And we'd do daft things like that. I say we, because there was always... It, there, there was more than one uh, uh, annoyed person that I where I grew up. Do you know what I mean? So and that's what we do. And now what I do is I get and I I write it or I fucking draw it on a bit of paper or something. It's a bit safer. It's a bit of a more healthy way to live your life. I think those three incense sticks have obviously really I, the place is thick now. I can properly smell that. They're nearly burnt away to nothing. And I've got I've just realised. You won't be able to see this. Well, you might because I've put I've, I started putting them up on YouTube, but I've got a candle up there next to. It's actually cans of varnish. That's not a great fucking thing, is it? Like open flames next to things that say on them, highly combustible. That's not fucking brilliant. It's not a great way to live your life. But I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll all be fine unless it's not fine. Do you know what I mean? So. I don't really know what else has been happening. I'm away to Stranra next week. Like, I'm away to Stranra next week. I'm away painting a game of end. That's on Monday. So this week, I'm kind of just trying to sort everything else out. I did, at the beginning of January, write a list of things I want to have done by the end of January. And I've not done one of them. <laughs> I've not done one of them. These were things I was like, get this sorted, get this sorted. But one, the, the thing that was top of the list was to... Finish the fifth and the sixth thing in the practical guide to walrus chasing. That was the that was the thing I was like, if I get them done and get them sorted, then it means that I can get on with the rest of my life. But it's not happened because I can't make any sense of them whatsoever. Like I just, it's not that I can't. I just don't know. It, it, it's like I've hit another wall with writing stuff because see when I started writing this stuff when I started doing it it just I was just sitting down eight hours a day eight hours a day I'd sit and I'd just write till my brain didn't work anymore and it's the first time that's ever really happened I remember going home to my good lady wife and her engaging me in conversation and me being like I can't I've used all my words I don't have any words left to talk to people do you know what I mean but it's kind of getting to the last kick of the ball. It's kind of, it's almost there. And I think that's why it's frustrate. It's frustrating me. Because I don't know how many times I need to write this stuff before it starts making sense. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how many times I need to do. And I don't know. I know people that have written books. And they say the same thing. They're like, it's... So my mate Graham... My mate Graham, Graham Johnson, who wrote a book called Kirby, told me that when you go back and start writing and editing your books and stuff, uh, and you start taking things out, he said it's like choosing what one of your children you want to keep. Because you've spent all this time writing this thing, that you become pure emotionally attached to it, and then you're just binning it. You're just taking that whole thing and just getting rid of it. And that's kind of what's happened. There's stuff in there that I'd written. Like, I'd wrote a huge, big story about school, about going to primary and secondary school. And at the time when I was writing it, I didn't even know what it was going to fit. But I just kind of shoved it in. Where was it? The third thing. The third thing. That's the other thing. This didn't even start like that. This started completely different and now it's the first the second the third the fourth the fifth the sixth and the seventh thing that you need to do if you want to be a walrus chaser 
I can take you through them. I can take you through. I can condense them down into what they are. So the fu- I'll tell you them. I don't think this will spoil the book. I don't think. And if it does, fuck it. Right. So what? <laughs> the first thing you need to do if you want to be a wildest chaser is you need to stop thinking in terms of what and start thinking in terms of why. That's the first thing. You can't do that. That's impossible. You can't do that unless you've done the rest of the things. But that's the first thing you should do is stop thinking in terms of what and start thinking in terms of why. Right, but see until you've done the rest of the stuff, you can't really do that. But I need to tell you about it first. So that's the first thing. And then we go away for the first thing. And we start talking about the second thing. And the second thing is you need you need to do is you need to um is figure out the language you use to talk to yourself. And then the third thing is you need to train yourself to think in a consequence the environment. Because after all, you're only talking to yourself. Right? The fourth thing you need to do is you need to learn to navigate. Oh no, you don't. We just missed one. The fourth thing you need to do is you need to figure out who you are. And I think you figure out who you are through things. Right? And the fifth thing is you need to learn to navigate this new sense of self. And I use the two rules of walrus tracing. Rule zero and rule 0.5. Right? Rule zero being your family comes first and rule 0.5 being don't be a dick. That's it. I think that's the only two rules you need. I don't think you need any more than that. I don't think you need any more than two rules. I think if there's any more than two rules, it becomes it becomes a uh, it becomes confusing. Then where are we now? Is that the sixth thing? I don't even fucking know. The fifth thing. I I don't know. This is what I'm talking about, right? Say it's the fifth thing. Fuck it. <laughs> the fifth thing you need to do is you need to pick a point in space and time, and then use energy as a way to drag yourself towards it. Right. That's the fifth thing, which is what I'm struggling with writing half of it's done the sixth thing you need to do is you now need to learn how to navigate your way to that point in space and time that you've decided you want to go to right and that's kind of done but because i've rewritten one two three four and five i need to go back to six and go how the fuck does this even make any sense right and then the seventh thing you need to do is actually the first thing you need to do which is think in terms of why instead of terms of what. And that's it. And that's what the whole practical guide to wildest chasing is. So that's what I'm working on. And I'm not... <clears throat> and I'm teaching it. That's the other thing. Like, I'm teaching it. Like, I've just been booked to teach it in March in, in Alawa. I'm away down to, to teach a bunch of young folk how to become wildest chasers. Uh, which is where I, what I want to do. Like, I want to do that. Like, I want to take this thing and... Which I think I said in the first podcast. That look at me. I'm even repeating my own pattern on fucking my podcast now. I'm even repeating my own pattern on a podcast. Fuck's sake, man. Mondays. I wish it was Tuesday. <laughs> so that's what we're, that's what I'm doing. I'm gonna go teach it to people in that. But the book's getting there. It's nearly it's nearly there. That's the bit that's frustrating. Is it's nearly there, and it doesn't seem to get. Every time I think I'm making a bit of headway, something happens, and I can't get any more out of it. And I'm uh, and I'm impatient because I just want it done. I just want to finish it. I had written in my, my, the January list was to just have my first draft completed. That was it. Just have it all in the order that it's supposed to be. And then in February, go back to the start and start to edit it and just keep going back till I'm happy. But then, but it's not happened. It's not happened. Um, And I don't know if it's not happened because I, haven't tried? Because I have tried. I think it's just more... 
because this is the other thing. This is the other thing that annoys me. Because it's it, I, I hate this idea. I sit, people sitting about waiting for inspiration. I fucking hate that idea. Where it's like you just sit about and then all of a sudden, oh, I know what I'll do next. As if it's some. That's the arty wanky bit I don't like. Like the wanky arty bit where it's like, oh, I was inspired by the seagulls laying eggs in Horse Island and, and young people having to steal them because of the what? Do you know what I mean? Like fucking plight of the working man. The, this blue represents sadness. Pish, it fucking really annoys me. So when I'm sitting there trying to write, <laughs> when I'm sitting there trying to write and I'm going, I don't feel as if I'm getting what I want to cut out of this. Then that self-deprecating Scottish person starts going, oh, you fucking, what you waiting on? Inspiration, prick. Is that what you're waiting on? And then I just get frustrated and annoyed and angry. Which are emotions that I do quite well. They're my favourites of the emotions, do you know what I mean? So that's, I, I haven't done it, Not, but it's not because I've not tried it. It's just, I, th I think I've just got to the point where I've looked at it so much that I'm like, I need a big long break from this. But I don't want a big long break from it. I want a fucking finished <laughs> that's what the problem is I want it done so I can move on to the next thing because this will be two, it'll be two years in March it'll be two years in March I started this thing and the whole time I've been doing it I've been saying trying to explain what the fuck it even is and why I'm born even doing it in the first place and I couldn't and now it's two years later and I still can't do that I still can't say but then people are, like, I talk to people and they're like, oh man, I can't wait to read that, it'll be great, it'll be really funny, it sounds like it's going to be a really good kind of thing and all that, and I'm like, ah, uh, aye, it might, <laughs> but there's been like four instances where I've like, right, that's it, I've gave up now, I'm not doing this anymore, I'm not writing these books, I'm obviously not supposed to, my English teacher was right, my English teacher was right, I can't fucking spell, I can't spell, my spelling's atrocious, like it's really, really bad, but then you don't really need to worry about spelling anymore because you've got spell check. Spelling only mattered when you when you when you didn't have spell check. Now the majority of people only really write in birthday cards, don't they? Like that's that's what you your where your handwriting goes is in birthday cards. Like I don't write anything at MDC. Oh, that's pish. That's a that I'm just I've just realised that is shite. I'm talking shite. Like I write letters to people. Like I write letters to people, so my handwriting and my spelling is in that. Maybe that's why Edinburgh Zoo didn't get back to me. They did get back to me. Edinburgh Zoo did get back to me. They did get back. I, I posted that again on Twitter. I think it came through the door and they were like, this is fucking both mental. Just get this away. There might be anthrax on this thing. But then when I took a photo and I and then I read the poem and I put it on Twitter, they get back and I'm like, oh, we'll, we'll look for a space. And I was like, oh, fucking, I'm going to get my granddad's thumb in Edinburgh Zoo. You're absolutely, you're dancing bear. Yeah, dancing bear, but it never happened. They never ever get back to me. They must be too busy looking after their animals <laughs> and think about where my grandest thumb will go. But then I thought maybe I should just make it and take it up. Maybe I should just make this thing and take it up, which is what I started doing. Like I made a, I was going to make a silicon mold and just dip my thumb in it, and just dip my thumb in a silicon mold and then like make it and then put like a wee severed bone at the bottom and make it look like bronze. But I was talking to somebody about it and they went, do you really think that Edinburgh Zoo would want a statue of a severed thumb next to their tiger enclosure? And I genuinely couldn't think of a reason why they wouldn't. Who in their right fucking mind would look at that and go, that's a real thing, that actually happened. Do you know what I mean? And, and if they did, that makes it even better. 
that makes it even better. So I was just going to do that. I was just going to go to B&Q and get one of those sundials and make that a plinth. Just break the top off it and just make that a plinth and then put my grandest thumb on the thing and just take and just take it in the Edinburgh Zoo. Like, just take a pram. Just take a pram and put it in the pram and pretend I'm taking my kid around Edinburgh Zoo to see... I don't even know what they've got in there. Penguins. They've got penguins, don't they? So I was like, I'll take my way to see the penguins. And then, but really it wasn't. I would just leave this thing with a plaque and see how long it took him to notice. That's what I was going to do. But then they get back to me. I thought, oh great, I won't need to buy a pram. <laughs> I'll just be able to walk this thing through the front door and no one's going to say anything about it. But they never ever get back to me about that. I wrote a letter to Nicola Sturgeon as well. I filmed that, but I never ever put it out. I wrote a letter to Nicola Sturgeon because I was going out and I was vandalising stuff. Again, right? <clears throat> like, I was going out and I was just writing my name on things and doing drawing pictures and doing things that I thought were funny. Like, for example, one of the ones that i done was in... Uh, I'm not going to name the tunnel, right? Because if I get the name wrong, then I'm going to annoy half of the town where it is. <laughs> If I get the name wrong, because the one side of the tunnel is called one thing, <laughs> and then on the other side of the tunnel is called another thing, and the postcode matters apparently. Apparently, your postcode makes a big difference to as if that's what you are. Is the the fucking last? Because it's just the last three digits of your postcode. The first bit doesn't change. But anyway, on one side of the tunnel, I painted free bird seed, and then on the other side of the tunnel, I painted wily coyote with a stick of dynamite. That's what I've been doing. It's just stuff like that, that makes me laugh. So I wrote a letter to Nicola Sturgeon and I sent her my... I sent her some photographs and I'd said, look... In fact, have I got it? I don't think I sent it. I could go and have a look for it. Let me go look for it, right? Right, I will be back. I did send it. I can't find it because I did send it. I remember it. There was another one I wrote that I didn't send. I wrote one to a council. <laughs> I wrote one to a council and then I decided not to send that one. And the only reason I decided not to send that one is because they still had two invoices outstanding. <laughs> I thought I'll keep that till they've paid their invoices and then I'll fucking send that letter. The letter I'd wrote to Nicola Sturgeon said... Um, Something along the lines of, listen, don't tell anybody. That was <laughs> don't tell anybody, but I've been out there vandalising stuff. I've been drawing things on things and no one's complained. That that, that was kind of, and I sent her photographs and I said, look, um, you can only prove that I've been doing this for three weeks. I've been doing that for years. I've been writing my name on things that don't belong to me for fucking years, but she she's only got photographs for the last three weeks. Do you know what I mean? That's all she can prove, right? <laughs> I don't know why I wrote it. I, I genuinely do not know why I wrote that and I sent it, but I never heard anything back. I never heard anything back. And I thought, see, but I think the way that politics, I'm sure they need to reply. I think, I think they need to reply. Maybe they don't. I don't know how politics works. I would think that they, they would need to reply. They would need to show you that they, you got some they, they got your letter and have read it, I thought, because at the end of the day, we vote for these people, don't we? I mean, the reason she's in is because people voted for her. So she would need to read the letters for the folk. 
for folk that had written to her. And I'm assuming the letters that she gets are shite. I can't imagine that she would get letters that would be funny. And no one drew her a picture. I guarantee you no one's drawn her a picture. No one at the age of 36 has drew her a picture. There might be a seven-year-old who's drew Nicholas Sturgeon a picture, but no one my age has done it, right? And I thought, see if I get a letter back saying, this is good, keep up the good work, I will take that everywhere with me. And then see, the first time I'm approached by anyone in a, in a uniform that tells me you can't do that, I'm going to hand them the letter through Nicholas Sturgeon saying that I have just to keep going. Maybe that's why she didn't write back. Maybe that's what it does. Maybe maybe it was like, there's no way to write back to this. I can't be seen to support this because it's technically illegal. So I can't I can't write back. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's the old checkmate. Maybe that was it. Maybe that's like, I can't write anything to this guy because of that. But that's what I've done. That's been writing. I haven't wrote letters for ages. How did I get on the letter thing? How did I get on the letter thing? I was talking about the book and spelling. That was it. Handwriting stuff. So I do handwrite stuff. I do more than just birthday cards. And to be fair, I don't really do much with the birthday cards other than if it's my mum's birthday card, I draw a dick every time. And not every time. I've had to stop it since the boys have got older and they've realised what it is. But I used to draw dicks in my mum's birthday cards all the time. Really elaborate ones, like, in super bad. And uh, like one of the ones I remember doing was I drew a dick and then I disguised it as a cat. Or a mouse. Was it a mouse or was it a cat? I can't remember. I can't imagine it being a mouse because my mum likes cats. She's cat daft. So she is. So I probably drew a dick as a cat. I think. Fuck no, man. Right, there we go. Let's just fucking leave that there. So I, I don't know if that's good. I never know if these are good. So what I do after I've done this is I put them on my computer and I, and I watch them back and I, and I take out clips and then I edit them. So I never know whether these are good until I've finished doing them or if, if I made any sense. Do you know what I mean? So I, I, I don't know if this is good, but if I manage to get through, through my, mid, my Monday morning rants, if I manage to get over that Monday thing, then, uh, then I might just keep doing this on a Monday and then releasing them either the Wednesday or the Thursday. I don't know. I don't fucking think a schedule's going to help me. I don't think a schedule's going to help me in the slightest. I think I just need to keep doing these when I'm doing these and that's it. And just, you, listen, you'll get them when you get them. You're lucky there's fucking three. Put it that way. You're lucky I've held my shit together long enough to put three of these fucking things out. Because I didn't think I'd get past one. Midway through the first one, I was like, I'll never do this again. And now I've done three. I can't guarantee I'll do four. I can't guarantee I can... <laughs> Imagine this is where it goes. Imagine this is where it goes. I can't guarantee I'll do 96. That's 95 I've done. I can't guarantee I'll do 96. Do you know what I mean? But, like, so that's it. That's the fucking... Thank you very much for your time. It's Because it's the most important thing you've got. Right, that's a big thing in the book and the guide, the guide to being a walrus chaser. Tenor bags are available on tragicalara.com. Still no score bags. I forgot to write it on my list. That's what I'm going to do as soon as I, as soon as my ass leaves this seat, I will write on that list. Score bags to website. So the next one, the fourth one, score bags will be available. I'm on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook fucking Pinterest, turns out I've got a Pinterest right, don't know why I've got a Pinterest probably something to do with blink build and SEO, I fucking probably read a thing about how Pinterest is good for that and started one up and then filled it for a shite right, so 
banned posters. That's why I that's why I done the Pinterest thing because I was really into banned posters. Like not these alternative banned posters. The Pixies have got great ones. Um, Melvins have got great ones. Queens of the Stone Age have got great like alternative banned posters. That's why I've got a Pinterest. I'm not on it now though. I get I just Google them. I used to just use I used to Google them and then add them to my. <sighs> why the fuck am I even talking about this? Right. So that's what I'm on at Mister Tragic O'Hara on that. I'm on YouTube doing stuff. I haven't made like a video video for a while. I'm going to do one about the Stranra thing. That, that'll be the next video. I'm halfway through editing that Homer Simpson thing I've done up at the Kingston DIY in Glasgow. See that? I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like Homer eating a burger, but all the stuff in the burger's falling out and it spells my name, tragic. So the thing in Stranra, I'm going to do like a documentary about that. In the same style as the penguin thing that I've done, Again, I don't know if you've seen that, but see the penguin thing that I've done? Uh, it's called Penguins Without Permission. That, in the same style of that, because I'm taking my friend with me. My friend with is coming with me, but I can't tell you who my friend is because they don't want to be... Uh, they don't want their face out there. So that's the blood person. This blood person is coming with me to Stranra as well uh, next week. So that if, I'm do, if I do a fourth... If I manage to get a fourth, what I'll need to because I've got, I need to prove that I'm doing the score bag thing and the and the and the list thing works. That'll be that'll be in Stranra. I'll be in an Airbnb in Stranra for that one. So yeah, that's it. Thank you very much. Uh, and that was that the for listening to. How do I even end these fucking thing? I don't even know how I end them. That's that's it. That's another confessions of a walrus chaser. <laughs>